0: First off, guys, I just want to talk about that this is the first time for the podcast that we will not have Eli here with us. Um, there has been some family stuff he's been dealing with, so I cannot have him here. I want him to be with his family and be there um, in these times, so he will not be here with us on this episode. This shouldn't be a reoccurring thing, but it will be on for this episode, So just um, so just stick with me, guys. Today we talk about Black Superman, a more serious tone on Justice League compared to the 2017. This is a Snyder Cut, this is the four hour long version. It's going to be a long one, please stick with us, stick with the movie. In this episode particularly, we're gonna I'm going to talk about my initial takeaways with the movie. So it won't be a super long episode, but next week we're going to deep dive into the full movie, and that's going to be a long episode, so stick with us. My name is Dylan, I don't have you line here, so this is Two Beards in a Movie. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you! I double dare you, motherfucker! Say what one more goddamn time! Snakes? why did it have to be snakes? You're killing me, snake. God. All right, guys. Welcome to the episode about the standard cut. So this is initially going to be my first thoughts of the movie. Um, so we're not going to spend too much time or dwell on it. Just a little bit. I'll kind of explain myself in certain parts, and then we'll go from there. So first initial reaction: the runtime makes sense. And I'll explain myself here a little bit. Initially, the Justice League movies were supposed to be part one and part two. Um, Zack Snyder was supposed to release part one, which was the original version, and then part two, which I believe was the last maybe two hours of the movie. I'm not quite sure how that was supposed to play out. And it didn't play out like this. So, initially, four hours and two minutes is probably the correct runtime for the movie. Did I enjoy sitting there for four hours of the movie? No, not really. Um, Granted, I did watch this at work. Um, So I spent, like, most of that time coming in and out of it. But it was still, you know, okay. It was still a good movie, essentially. I think it's, like, 100 times better than the 2017 version. But that's just me. So there's a few key things that I want to kind of nitpick or... um, pick on to talk about and it really is the fact of like the idea behind the movie um, I think the 2017 version Joss Whedon what Joss Whedon did make it more like a Marvel movie rather than a DC movie um, you can kind of tell from the color grade because the color grade if you look at the Snyder Cut the color grade is darker giving it a darker tone While the Whedon cut um, gave it a more lighter tone, kind of directly towards the Marvel movies, and, was, and, and don't get me wrong, I love the Marvel movies. They're definitely like a hundred times better than the um, DC movies. But it, what Joss Whedon tried to do, it just he wasn't trying to make Zack Snyder's movie. He was making trying to make a Joss Whedon movie. Um, and you know, he had he had that good time with Marvel, where it was I think the first two Avengers movies. Um, But that had a lot of lightheartedness and comedy, which is what he kind of did with this movie. It's the main, sorry, most of the jokes in the original 2017 version have been cut out of this, and it's because it was Whedon's version of the movie and it wasn't um, Snyder's. Now, I did want to say that I was previously wrong about how or the reason why Snyder left filming this movie. Um, I at first I thought it was because his mom passed away. Um, I was completely wrong. Way, 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 way wrong. Way wrong. Um, it was actually because his daughter had passed away, and I come to find out that his daughter had, um, sorry for using this word, because I know sometimes it's a trigger for some people, um, his daughter had committed suicide so it was really interesting for me to learn that because I knew I was wrong in some sort of fashion, but I didn't know how wrong I was. And then I found out how wrong I was. I was like, gosh, like, you know, like that kind of, that really sucks. So, um, I know this, probably will never get to Joss Whedon or Joss Whedon, uh, Zach Snyder or his family or anyone, but my thoughts go out to you. I know this was quite a bit of time ago, but I didn't know the full story and I apologize for giving out false, false information. Um, I wasn't directly talked to about this but I just wanted to put it out there. So then with the different color grading for the movie you also get um, the different style of the movie. Um, Color grading isn't just something that's like super specific to a movie. Or what makes a movie but it definitely underlies a tone for the movie um while the color grade for whedon was um, lighter to make it a light-hearted movie or make it more comedic or however you want to see it more of like a marvel movie (sighs) snyder's dark grade, dark color grade make it a little darker for us underlies the tone of it being a darker movie and you know we'll kind of explore the tone version, the tone of a movie here in a second. But I just want to give out my the rest of my initial thoughts before we kind of dive deep into what I was going to talk about. This movie is a hundred times better than the twenty seventeen version. Let me tell you, it's it, it fills all the plot holes. It fills all the um, character development that we wanted. Because when when I first met Cyborg and. Um, flash and everybody like that or just really them i didn't really care um that's not what you're supposed to do you're supposed to make it seem like somebody like we have to care for these characters so then if something were to happen we would feel bad um but i really did not care about these characters and i think it was the way that they were presented in the movie and it has nothing really to do with snyder's fault or the writers it's how we didn't cut the movie you cut out. parts that need to be there or um, uh, plot points that should be there you're not getting the full picture of the movie and yes it might be full screen or wide screen you're getting the full picture that way but you're not really understanding the motives or the reason why people are acting the way they are through the movie so with that being said you got um, Cyborg and Flash who then become kind of sort of like my new favorite characters throughout the movie the characters that i really care about um minus like you know wonder woman who already have like a pretty good understanding of an aquaman and batman and superman these are characters that have been on the screen whether it be tv or animated movies or even sometimes well maybe not as much wonder woman but like in movies batman has numerous movies superman has numerous movies Aquaman, not much, but, you know, we still get, like, animated stuff from him. Same with Wonder Woman. But in live-action sense, Aquaman, Cyborg, and Flash should be the characters to really focus on, to really give character to, because we're not going to know why you picked these people to act the way that they do, um, or the actors for the characters, because it's like, well, what are, what are they giving to them? What are they making those characters feel like you know what i mean my initial idea for the movie is something that's like how i say this when i first watched the 2017 version like i said it didn't really give me a reason to care about these characters um when cyborg's dad dies or when barry's talking to his dad i really don't care and in the 2017 version i really don't care because there's not enough there's not enough um character development or um feelings there for us to really care about and it's nothing against like the actual um actors or writers or anything it's just the the in the original cut a lot of things were cut out that should have been there Um, It should have been there, and it wasn't. So I don't think that... I don't think the Whedon version was cut right, and it shouldn't have been released. Honestly, I don't think it should have been released. I think it was a mistake on Warner Brothers' part, and I think it was just a cash grab. And they should have just waited for Snyder to come back full circle, and we can make this Snyder vs. Snyder cut, whatever. The actual movie, but that was like four years ago. I can't. I I have no power over that. It's four years, almost four years later. Now we have the Snyder Cut, and the Snyder Cut gives us everything we want: the characters, um, the the story arcs, the the, um, the emotions. The feeling that we should care about these characters if something were to happen to them I didn't get that from the Whedon cut and I'm sorry if people really like the Whedon cut or Josh 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 Whedon um, movie or whatever fine you guys like it more than the Snyder cut I really don't care but I didn't care about the characters and that's something I look for in a movie But my initial reaction for the Snyder Cut is something that's like, in in in, in easy terms, and a way to put it is, um, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, I think the Snyder Cut is something that should be cemented in um, superhero movie history. And this is, and, and, and it's not that it's like super great and it's phenomenal. It still has its flaws. It's still the same Justice League movie. Just with the right parts put in. But I think it should be shown that no matter, like, something like this can be made from people just tweeting, release the Snyder Cut for I don't even know how long, like a couple years, maybe a year and a half. And we finally got it. And it's just the power of the internet, man. I mean, if you really think about it, it's the power of the internet. That's why that movie exists now. You know, and they are gonna release it on Blu-ray and you best believe I'm buying it. And I can't wait for that. But before I kinda of get dive deep a little more into the tone part and some other things, I'm gonna take a quick word from our sponsor, we'll be right back. You know what I like to use? I like to use energy drinks. Now, don't get me wrong, the big names like Red Bull and Bang are really good. They taste good. While one is better for you than the other, I like to kind of go off script real quick. When I started Twitch streaming, I didn't think I was going to get anything for it. I didn't think I was ever going to get a sponsor. I didn't think I'd ever get an affiliate program. I never thought I'd get anything. I just wanted to do it for fun. But I found out that Rogue Energy actually helps Twitch streamers and others alike. So, Rogue Energy, where are you at? Just kidding. This episode is sponsored by Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy is an energy supplement company. Kind of like G Fuel, but more affordable. With a wider range of flavors. While Rogue Energy is helping me out, I'm going to help you guys out. If you use my code, DylanLive10, you can get 10% off your entire order. Which is sick. You use 10%, you can get a starter kit and try out some of the flavors. Try them. You don't have to get a tub. You don't have to get anything like that. Get a starter kit. Get the one I got. I got the Night City starter kit because that cup is black and yellow and it looks like Cyberpunk and I wanted it and it's sick. Use my code DylanLive10 to get your rogue energy started now. Alright, so let's talk about some of the main differences between the Whedon cut and the Snyder cut. One of the big um, Snyder cut, uh, one of the big Snyder cut differences, and it's kind of a up in the air difference because, you know, some people might think that it's about the same or might be a little more. It's just really up to you guys. But to me, I feel like there's a lot more of Cyborg and Flash in the movie. Uh, while in the first bit, we only got a little bits and pieces with them too, whether it be their um, their main storylines or their um, what is it called, their backstories. Catching up with them, pretty much is what we're doing. We we're playing, we were playing catch up with them um, in this movie and the Whedon version. So this one has a lot more um, Cyborg and Flash, and while the the main characters are essentially the Justice League I would say that Cyborg is more of a main character in this version because we're, we're focusing on how he's being affected more than the others um, you know he was created by a mother box Jesus he was created by a mother box um, more or less or the mother box technology which made him in immediately someone to look at uh, from Steppenwolf's point of view or anyone else like that. And then, you know, he was his dad and all these different things. So I think he has the biggest arc of everyone while we're still focusing on everyone. Um, Cyborg has the biggest arc. Um, he is pretty much the central character because he has the last other box that Steppenwolf is looking for so he's a very much an essential need for the film due to what he has that doesn't mean that it's not yeah he's not a good or, uh, Ray Fisher isn't a good actor or that his character wasn't made correctly it was just it's just more or less the point of he has what Steppenwolf needs so we're making that kind of more or less where it is in the movie so it makes him more um, of a essential character um, and then the flash he was still he's still kind of like in the, in the the weed cut it's like he's there and he makes an impact in a certain way but in this one it's like we're, we're still playing catch-up but in a way it's kind of like how it's supposed to be the flash is so fast so we're supposed to catch up with him but we're not uh, but we didn't in the whedon cut we kind of just got there and stayed on his speed but we should have been playing catch up the whole time um and cyborg like in the movie we get like a small origin story um Uh, In the uh, Whedon version, or, I'm sorry, in the Snyder Cut, we get a small origin story for Cyborg. It's like a little, little clip. While in the Whedon cut, we kind of, or the Whedon version, we kind of just assume Cyborg's, um, assume Cyborg's origin because of, uh, not only the trailers, but it was hinted at a lot. And then the Flash part, you know, we get, we get my first introduction to Flash, and he's like, uh, applying to be a dog walker I guess and then this is the scene in the trailer where we don't ever get to see it in the Weedon Cup we got to see it in the Snyder Cut where um, Iris gets stuck or gets in a car crash and Barry goes out to save her and all these other things um, another thing obviously Side is a part of this movie which he was supposed to be in the original cut, but the Whedon cut had taken him out. So that's that's definitely one of the biggest ones, is that we get a glimpse of Darkseid, of how he sounds, how he talks, all these different things, how he acts. We also get to see Darkseid pretty early on, as well as see him later on in the movie. Another big, big difference... I like to point out is that there's so much more blood, like it's crazy. Um, there's a lot of blood splatter in the action sequences, as well as like, I mean, pretty much mainly the action sequences. Like, um, so in the f- in the Whedon cut, we get like in the beginning where Wonder Woman's taking care of those people in Paris or wherever she's at. The um... people a Take uh, take hostage of like a school, and send a bomb and everything. Before, kind of like how the Marvel movies do it, where if you like hit someone super hard and they go against a wall, the wall just kind of caves in. While this one, when Wonder Woman does it, the wall caves in and then you see like a little trickle of blood just hidden there, there, sitting there. I'm like, um, what? Like, like I didn't notice it at first, and then when I rewatched it, I was like, that's crazy. That's a lot of blood. But I know, say for everything else, where like, um, Steppenwolf comes down and kills Amazon, Amazonian, Amazonians, Amazonians, Amazon Express Prime, the Prime membership people, who, um, they all get killed by Steppenwolf with his axe, and there's a lot more blood going around. At first, when I watched the show, it's like, oh, that's just dirt, that's just dirt coming up. It's not. It's a, uh, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of blood. And there's a lot of blood in that in this movie. Uh, there's quite a bit of more cursing in this movie as well um a few more f words <laughs> and a few more other words as well but a lot of it um a lot of the, like one of the main differences that you'll see not only with the color grade and how it looks is also the blood um, effect in one of the scenes we see a younger dark side who gets an, an axe put in his shoulder and there's just gushing out blood like blood just blood 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 everywhere um, so if you're not a huge fan of blood, don't watch that scene. Um, they've also changed the design of Steppenwolf. In the in the in the Whedon cut, it was more like a. I don't want to say a lighter version of Steppenwolf that we got now, but it was a more general esque Steppenwolf. If that makes sense, and I mean that as in like he's not wearing a full fledged armor in the Whedon cut. Or the Whedon version, um, in the Snyder cut, he's wearing like full armor that adapts to him. It's moving a lot. It makes spikes on his body, like things like that, like 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 Tony Stark nanotech kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, so Stephen Wolf is more like, how do I say this? Um, is more scary. In this version, I—that's I, the only way I can really put—is it, that it's not he. He seems like he's someone not to mess with. While well, in the original version, it's kind of like, who's that? Oh, he's like the in the Whedon version. He's like the Mandarin in Iron Man Three. It's not really the Mandarin. It's just kind of a dude that sits there in a, in a suit. While in the in the um, in the. Snyder Cut, it's more like what the real Mandarin should have been with the Ten Rings and all the mystical powers and things like that, but it's not like that now, or then and now it is like that, it's it's interesting but uh, they really do make him more threatening and that's the word I'm looking for, threatening in this movie Um, in the Snyder Cut, they make him way more threatening and it's kind of like, well, you know this guy might be able to get one off you know, maybe he might kill someone. It's it's interesting. Um. Another thing is is like, with, with the tone. Uh, here here's the one thing I want to talk about is tone and color grade. With the tone, um, it was like it was like the Batman v Superman where it was super dark, um, and it wasn't something that people wanted to, like, really see. I mean that in, like, I think it's, it's kind of Marvel's fault that, that people don't want to see those kind of movies because it's, like, they want to be able to take their kids to it, more or less. Make them be like, oh, yeah, Iron Man, you know, crack a couple jokes. Well, Iron Man's dead now, but, like, Spider-Man, crack a couple jokes, you know what I mean? But now, with the DC, that they're trying to be darker. They're trying to, they're trying to do a whole... 180 and flip it from Marvel's point of view where it would just be you know easy, I guess. not easy Um, more lighthearted but not only does the tone reference that it's darker, it's also the color grade. If you can do a side-by-side of Joss Whedon's cut and the Snyder cut, you can definitely tell there's a color grade that's like 50% darker than what um the what the other one was. And that's no accident. It's intentional and it's because it's supposed to the, 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 the color grade is supposed to also tone out the movie. If it's gonna be super dark then make it more like a gray tone. You know what I mean? And that's what Snyder did with his with his cut compared to the Whedon cut. Snyder made it darker and it was supposed to be. It was it was supposed to be Um and and it's a bunch of other things too, like um, like when you do a darker tone, please make it dark. Don't like make it a dark tone with a light hearted thing. You know what I mean? I think that I think that the darker version really does suit the DCEU because a lot of the movies are dark in its own right, but don't make it like super crazy you know what i mean um like the avengers movies are like super light-hearted not super light-hearted some of movies are like the avengers movies are dark-ish but because of the lighting tone and making it light and you know the couple of jokes they crack here and there not that this movie doesn't crack jokes but in those movies it's more like a family affair while these one while this one like the snyder cut or batman superman the ultimate version you're kind of like, oh, man. Like, good thing I let the kids home, as Deadpool would say. Um, but it, it's just, it, it's really just, it really comes down to tone. The differences really do come from um, character development, character looks and feel, and then just tone of the movie. The whole tone is completely different. Um, and obviously they add, like, the nightmare stuff at the end of the movie, but we'll talk about that um, next week when we actually dive deep into the movie. But just overall, this movie was really is better than the 2017 version, and I I I thoroughly stand by that. Um, But you know, I just wanted to come on here for this week and talk to you guys about that. Tell you like, hey, this is what's going on. If you didn't know, there's going to be a link in the description to support us. If you do end up clicking support, we very much appreciate it because. we love doing the podcast. We love doing these kind of things and we want to keep doing it. So if you hit the support button on anchor, you can support us with ninety-nine cents, which is a dollar, four ninety-nine or nine ninety-nine. So you got a dollar, five dollar, ten dollar option. We greatly appreciate it. You don't have to do it, but we do appreciate it. Um it kind of helps us get us get to where we need to be. And it might also help us get Eli a better mic, because his mic kind of sucks. So I appreciate you guys um, sticking around with me for this episode. I know it was just me, and it's not much, but I am putting this out Sunday, the 28th. Next week, we're going to actually deep dive into the Justice League movie. It will be a longer episode, so please stick around. But I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I'll see you guys next time.